Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another PadreCast episode of the TMI PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. Joining me today for PadreCast number seven is your TMI headmaster, Father Scott Brown. Welcome back, Father Scott. Thanks, Stephanie. Happy post-Thanksgiving to you. <laughs> happy, happy back to school. <laughs> I know the kids are excited, aren't they? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the teaser for Christmas break. It is. So it's actually been about a month since our last PadreCast episode, and it has been busy, as always, here at TMI. So as you just said, we're coming back from Thanksgiving break, which hopefully means we're all rested and ready to take on these next few weeks before the end of the semester. But tell me, before we get started today, what did you reflect on and give thanks for this past week over Thanksgiving? I'm just thankful for the TMI community in so many ways. I'm also thankful for intentional times for rest. I think about how our students and our families are so um, busy and so overwhelmed in so many ways. Having time that's just meant to be away from the grind of daily in and out of school. Hopefully our students were, uh, as you said, resting, spending time with family, laughing, I just was able to reflect on how important that is. The balance conversation, which is something we talk a lot about at TMI, finding balance for our students and our families, really modeling that balance for ourselves is so important. Um, so having some time where no computer, no email, no um, homework, just to be um, as a family, be with your those who love you the most and have some time to reflect is such a gift. and, and um, we have to model that and Thanksgiving break was a way to do that and um, um, because we're not at our best unless we're rested and balanced and it really makes us a better community. So I was thankful beyond uh, measure for some time to just unplug, be with my family and reflect on um, the gift of, of this community. I was definitely thankful for the rest too and I know I definitely unplugged quite a bit which was a very nice break. You know our bodies aren't really used to that. Think about I, um, I have a quick story I can tell you. I remember mm -hmm. when I was um, in seminary, I was doing my field education, and um, which meant I was working in a church. And so the priest, it was my first Sunday to work there, and I was a student in the seminary. And the priest said, I need you to be here at 7.30 in the morning. And so I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So, of course, I was there at 7.30. Well, church didn't start till about 10. So I got there at 7.30 in the morning, and uh, took us about 30 minutes to set everything up and now it was about eight o'clock in the morning and uh, I said okay now what do we do next I was anxious I was excited I was ready to get busy it was my first day on the job so to speak and uh, the wise priest father buddy buddy van dyke um, buddy says to me now we sit and I said we sit what do you mean we sit and he said now we sit and then he said this which really has been molded into my heart and my head some 20 years later, he said, Scott, your soul is on a 30 minute time delay from your physical body. So he said, we have to wait for our soul to get here because it's not here yet. And, and I've thought about that so often because we, in the midst of this busy thing called life, just go from event to event. On our campus, we go from class to class, from meeting to meeting, from um, to-do list to to-do list. And over a Thanksgiving break, I'm convinced that it probably took our bodies a couple of days 
for our soul to catch up, to just be. And so often in life, we don't let ourselves even do that. We convince ourselves that this sitting around or this spending time doing nothing is actually uh, counterproductive or, oh my gosh, I got to go do something. And really, um, we will never be at our best if we can't teach our body to just sit and wait, be still and wait. That's so important to um, so much of our lives. And I'll never um, forget Buddy teaching me that lesson. And, and I think this Thanksgiving break reminded me again of the importance of just sitting. Interestingly enough, I was actually listening to a podcast a few weeks ago, and it was about a company, and they were talking about their different practices. But they actually start every single day with meditation. So everyone comes into the office, and they meditate, and it's a way to get ready and be prepared for the day. Let your soul catch up. Right. You think about our chapel, daily chapel is vital to who we are as a community here at TMI. And in that daily chapel, we have students of all faith backgrounds. We have um, not only are we obviously a Christian school and unapologetic for our Episcopal identity in that, and it's a Christ-centered chapel service, but we have students of a variety of backgrounds and faith traditions and all coming together um, to worship God, to be together in community, but also to breathe and to stop. And then we have flex time to breathe and to stop. So we have been intentional in this community about modeling for our students um, why that balance is necessary. We don't go seven class periods back to back to back to back to back and let's push, push, push. Um, would be a, if, we're, if we're committed to raising students for, for college and for life, then we have to begin setting some rhythms in their life now that they're used to so they can draw on those as adults. And the conversation of balance and having time in the day, which really is designed to just sit and breathe, a flex time, which is designed to just be together as a community, an extended lunch time. Those, are, those aren't um, scheduling um, anomalies. Those are intentional moments by us in, in an effort to teach our students balance and breathing and sitting and existing um, and, and just how important it is to do nothing sometimes. And uh, like I said, sometimes our brain tells us that that's the wrong thing to do, but really our bodies would speak differently. And, and if, if, if you had any time over the holidays, this Thanksgiving break, to sit and just be, um, you are keenly aware of how refreshing and life-giving that can be. I think it's so important to continually refresh that message, especially with this generation where we're just constantly surrounded by technology and the fast pace of just go, go, go. So it is absolutely wonderful that we have that in our schedule. Big time. So speaking of giving thanks and reflecting on what we're grateful for during this holiday season, the Hill Country Daily Bread was very grateful for our eighth grade class students who visited their facility at the beginning of this month for a service project. So tell me a little bit about that trip and the work that the students did there. So our theme for the school year is respect the dignity of every human being. And then within that theme, the eighth graders have developed a class theme of caring for others as a way of respecting others. Uh, Claudia Clark, who's the eighth grade form leader, Latin teacher, dorm parent, wonderful uh, gift to our community. Uh, Mrs. Clark uh, organized the service trip for these students. And, and this year, the students chose Hill Country Daily Bread, really because of the mission of Hill Country Daily Bread, their, their mission uh, is to help unite and equip the body of Christ with food, resources, and training that's necessary to transform their community and the lives of those in poverty and need 
through the love and grace of Jesus Christ. It's a perfect complement to our mission here at TMI. And so for our students to go to a place that has um, a similar mission statement in Hill Country Daily Bread was, um, was a great congruent moment for us. So students went, spent about two hours there at Hill Country Daily Bread. They completed a number of different tasks including some packing and separating of food, um, some yard work, some sorting of clothes, just giving back. Such um, another, as we were saying earlier, another example of, of creating some habits, hopefully, in our students that exist long beyond um, their time in, at TMI and their time in college and graduate school or whatever education that, again, practice makes permanent. I believe that statement wholeheartedly. Practice makes permanent. So whether it's practicing breathing in chapel, practicing being still over Thanksgiving, or practicing giving back um, through service and outreach, practice makes permanent. And we have to be intentional about setting our students up with practices that then will carry them through life. And giving back is important, which is why we have community service hours required for our students. Um, we want to put them in situations where they're practicing lifelong um, values of giving, respect, dignity, rest, all the things that are important um, for great human beings in life. The students left Hill Country Daily Bread fired up. I mean, y you know how this is, Stephanie. We give back, and um, so often the, the giver is the one who comes back way more uh, fed than the one who received. I often say that I've never met a human being, and this is true. I would, I would still challenge the statement today. I've never met a human being who did something um, selflessly for another human being and regretted it. Mm -hmm. I've never in my life heard somebody say, you know what, I, I stopped what I was doing to give back to a community in need or to put others before myself, and that was a complete waste of time. Every time I've been involved in a community, done it myself, or heard of a community that did outreach, service, something, small or big, for another human being, selflessly and out of, out of unconditional love, we're given, we, we receive, period, 100% of the time. And so we to do. put our students in that situation is great. They came back fired up. They came back knowing that they were part of something purposeful and good. The staff at Hill Country Daily Bread is always impressed with our student body. Our kids are so um, kind, respectful, just a great representation of who we are as a community and uh, another great day in the life of TMI. I spoke with Claudia Clark after they had come back and she said the students were just all smiles. They really enjoyed being there. So it was great to have that. And if the students don't know, which they should, but the hours that they spent there will actually count towards their service requirements. They just need to remember to fill out their forms. So a little nudge if you haven't done that already. And I believe the practice makes permanent. They're actually going to go back in February. So we're really going to instill that and give them another opportunity to go out. So let's talk about our fine arts department for a minute now because right before the Thanksgiving break they presented the fall play Our Town which is a wonderful production especially for the community because it's able to get both our students and faculty involved in the production. So tell me a little bit more about the preparation and how that play went. It was great. I got to see it on, I believe, Thursday night. <laughs> uh, you know, a play like that takes so many behind-the-scenes hours. Um, I know that our um, entire fine arts um, department, from Mary Scuddy and Brian Palandry, um, to the students that are in the classes, to the students that are um, behind the scenes, to the actors and actresses, I mean, countless, countless hours of dedication and heart 
uh, to their craft. And it was really fun to see the community come together. They do such a great job of putting on productions. The really cool thing that Mary Scuddy was able to pull off in our town was that she got faculty and students working together, which was a nice uh, community picture, a nice um, snapshot of who we are as a community. So not only did you have amazing um, student actors and actresses, but you had faculty, some of which had never uh, done stage production stuff before and looked like they were just put on this earth to, to act. It was really fun <laughs> to see um, Alice Bilbrey and Jody Meyer and Eric Drake and Alan Rogers, uh, to name a few, who were in pretty big roles, along with some of our amazing students. Kayla Braha, for example, um, had the lead in the play. The amount of lines that he <laughs> memorized, I remember leaving and, and telling my family, I don't know how he memorized all those lines. His, the bandwidth in his brain to remember all of that with everything else that a TMI senior has going on is just so impressive. We also had some middle school students, uh, uh, Lennox Cross, um, Sean Power, some middle school representation as well. Um, of course, uh, Gavin Freiler and Juliana Martinez, Rachel Davis, um, great um, gifted actors and actresses, Claire Hughes, Father Nate, Evan Gardner, uh, Sebastian, uh, Miss Condry makes an appearance in it as well. Master Sergeant is in it. Um, and then not to mention all of the students behind the scenes who are doing lights and um, the middle school baking club who's out front um, under the direction of Miss Lim shelling, s selling their baked goods. Uh, Dr. Cook makes an appearance. I mean, w what a great representation of who we are as a community. Um, and then seeing afterwards the smile on the students' faces, whether that's uh, Michael Robinson who's doing backside stuff, Amanda Kyle, uh, Georgie Velasco, uh, Montserrat Martinez, um, the backside stuff that, that nobody even knew that they were there, but yet the reason it's all getting pulled off is because the community has come together. Um, what a great, great event. It was a wonderful play. I actually, I enjoy going during the dress rehearsals, and so I get to kind of, gives me a chance to move around while I'm taking pictures, but really see see it being put together and just the amount of work that goes into it and what they end up with is just incredible. Sure, and I realize as I rattled off some names there that anytime you start rattling off names that there's a likelihood that you leave somebody out. And so <laughs> if I left somebody out, I apologize. I'm thinking now of others who might have been in it, whether it's Chloe Bryan or Anaya Zachary, uh, Tyler Cunningham. I know that there were others who were in the cast as well. And so if I left you out, great job to, to all of the hands and feet that put that production together because it's very impressive to see. It was a big cast. And I think there were over over 20 actors and that doesn't even include as you were saying all the behind the scenes everyone who puts all their hard work into that they actually had five shows that ran november 14th through the 17th and they had a full house every single night very cool so switching gears from fine arts to athletics also right before the thanksgiving break we had our fall sports awards chapel on that friday and it gave us a chance to recognize all of our fall student athletes so now that those seasons are over, tell me about some of the highlights from, from those sports. Sure, let's start with middle school. A really great uh, year for middle school in cross country. Um, we have had students that came out of nowhere, uh, Kate Dakin in the sixth grade for girls. Um, this Kate was a born runner. I mean, she is so gifted and talented. She's a sixth grader and in the middle school uh, girls division out of 96 runners, she finished third. Uh, with a two-mile time of about 12.50. So that's a little over six-minute miles. That's impressive. In sixth grade is very, very impressive. 
And then on the boys' side, Kevin Love, an eighth grader, who literally had never run before in his life. I mean, he's a lacrosse player and has played other sports, but never has run as a as as an event in and of itself. Uh, had a two minute, I mean, a two mile time of eleven minutes and two seconds. That's just over five and a half minutes a mile. And out of 165 runners, he finished first. So district champ or ISAL champ for Kevin Love in cross country. Very, very proud of all of our middle school cross-country runners, but Kate in the sixth grade and Kevin in eighth grade for finishing so high in the competition for the championship. It's going to be exciting to watch them over the next few years. It They're really already is. just on fire. So. It really is, and, our, and, and all of our uh, – which leads into the upper school cross-country, which is really growing as well. Boys finished second in district and girls finished fourth in district. We had some really great performances at state. Uh, Jack Bassel, uh, Andre Strelkill, Dylan, Rozick, Sebastian, Rachel, Raven. I mean, our, our student athletes in cross country are getting out there. And these are the kids that are up at 5 in the morning, getting here early, mm-hmm. running before daylight, really putting in the time and the miles. And again, um, on top of everything else that our student athletes are doing, it's so impressive to watch them um, get out there and run um, and and really uh, as a team, run as a team, support each other as a team, grab those great nuggets of, of what sports has to offer a community. So much dedication that they have. We have uh, also in the middle school our football, correct? They sure. Had, they just finished up? They did. Six-man football this year. First time ever to compete in six-man football. Um, it was really fun to watch. I was able to see most of the games having a son that played the sport this year was allowed me to be at most of those games first time we've had six man ever uh, had uh, competed against eight other middle schools in town and finished second in that it was really impressive we played against the um, what looked like the New England Patriots, a team of uh, in the championship game, and, and we held our own. We really mm-hmm. um, fought to the bitter end and finished second in the middle school league under the leadership of Coach Ken Bowen, who's uh, no small man in and of himself, having played uh, football for USC. Um, and so, middle school football did great, and and that leads right into varsity football under the under the leadership of Coach Polo. Uh, we're so blessed to have Polo and his staff here. I've attended most of those games as well. Uh, football finished second in district. Uh, one homecoming football game on homecoming mm-hmm. night by a wide margin. Um, five wins this season, which is definitely on a trend upward. The thing I love about this coaching staff and these kids is that they don't quit. And even in the championship game, fought to the end, or in their bowl game, uh, fought to the end. Um Going in the right direction for sure with our football program, both from the middle school side and the varsity side. A lot of dedicated student athletes. And talk about dedication. Those football players were here all last spring, all summer, all all August, two-a-days. I mean, this this is uh, almost a year-round sport for the, some of these athletes. And um, hats off to uh, Polo and his team on the varsity side. Tell me about our volleyball girls. They had a pretty amazing season and not just – athletics but service-wise too. Yeah this is a team that's also young and and growing um, building a strong foundation both on the middle school side and upper school side the the outreach that they did is really cool that you were referring to they had a pink out game um, to raise money for breast cancer foundation called wings and raised over twenty two hundred dollars in that night what a great um, 
modeling of servant leadership and, and, and uh, what we talked about earlier and putting others before ourselves. There's some real studs on that team too. Elizabeth Ray, first team all district, Annie Knotts in second team all district, Annie Moses and Annie Masterson, honorable mention for all districts. So some great uh, student athletes, um, Annie Moses and Annie Masterson, uh, I'm sorry, and yeah, Annie Knotson and Annie Masterson, lots of Annies on that team. Annie Knotson <laughs> and Annie Masterson are graduating, but Elizabeth Ray and Annie Moses will be back next year with another uh, with a, a young group to build on the work that they did this year. Uh, speaking of the all district, the football all district hasn't come out yet. So when we have those names, um, we'll be able to announce uh, the football players that got all district. Yes. And last but not least, tell me about our varsity cheerleaders. Even though their season pretty much goes all year long, they get started early, but they finished up their their fall season. Tell me how, how they've been doing. Yeah, we'll save the best for last, and we'll put the cheerleaders in the category as best because the cheerleaders are so dedicated. They literally are there for every team. They, uh, as you said, year-round, supporting all of our student-athletes, pep rallies, really helping raise spirit, school spirit across this entire campus, uh, probably the longest sports season of the year by <laughs> far. Uh, they do start at summer camp um, in Austin. Four members of that TMI varsity squad were recognized as All-Americans. This is an honor that's given to only 50 girls out of about 1,000 cheerleaders, so very, very, very prestigious and very well-deserved to Karina Samuels and Christina Samuels, so the Samuel girls as well as Chloe Bryan and Meredith Irvin, who were all selected as All-Americans. Very impressive. They're invited to participate in the New Year's Eve parade in London as a result of that. And so um, maybe they'll need a chaperone, and um, you and I will have to go to London with them. Stephanie. I'd love to be there. We'll report on it live. <laughs> That's right. We'll do a live podcast from the New England from the New Year's <laughs> Eve parade in London. And then Meredith Irvin. This is another great example of of who we are as a as a community. In addition to talent, but also heart. Meredith Irvin was pinned was earned the Pennant Forward Award. It's a leadership award that's given by staff and members to, to a camper who shows and demonstrates good examples for others, someone who goes above and beyond with great spirit, but also compassion throughout the week. And Meredith Irvin uh, earned the Pennant Forward Award. Again, so proud of what our student athletes do on the field, off the field, um, with their talents and with their heart. And we're already well underway with our winter sports. We've got the basketball team out there, swimming, golf, and soccer. I think those are all the winter teams. So all of our sports fans out there, you've still got time to come on out and support all of our student athletes. So we're getting ready to finish up the final few weeks of this semester. Tell me what we've got coming up right before the Christmas break. Now, hard to believe that we're nearing uh, December 1 already. This Saturday, December 1, is the Corps Cadets Annual Bernie uh, Parade. Um, they get to be the um, one of the few schools that march in the parade, and it's so cool to watch them. They're so impressive. When you watch mm -hmm. our JROTC program marching, there's just, uh, having been at that parade and seen other schools march, and then you watch our kids march by and you think, oh my gosh, that now that's mm -hmm. a sharp group of kids. And I realize I'm a little biased, but I can tell you, <laughs> having heard others who've seen our cadets march by, how impressive they are. And so they'll do that starting at 6 o'clock in Bernie. So if you're looking for a great event, family-friendly, I've been there many times. It's a great, great, great event. Come out to uh, the streets of Bernie on Saturday about 6 o'clock and watch our cadets march um, in a couple of weeks. We will have our fine arts annual fine arts Christmas concert. It'll be in All Saints Chapel featuring our TMI band. It's on December the 13th. That's a Thursday night, and it starts at about 7 o'clock. 
our band is really impressive. They played for grandparents a couple of, uh, I guess, the week before Thanksgiving. The largest group we've had in our TMI band in a very long time. Rod Leonard is doing a, fab- a fabulous job of building momentum in that program. And so would encourage everyone to come out for a wonderful Thursday evening uh, Christmas concert featuring our band. starts at 7 o'clock on that evening. And they're sounding wonderful. We got a little sneak preview during the Grandparents and Grandfriends Day, which was just amazing to hear mm-hmm. how they can perform. Yeah, and the exams are right around the corner after that. So looking uh, for the week of December 17th through 20, uh, December 17th is a, is a reading day for us. That's an, another intentional time for our students to take a little break, come meet with teachers if they need to, get some extra help, prepare for those final exams. And then we'll have exams 18, 19, and 20. Um, leading up to the first day of our Christmas break, which is right around the corner, just (laughs) three weeks away um, from this Friday, uh, December 21st. And we don't resume classes until January 8th. So another long break where everybody's encouraged to unplug, to relax, um, to spend time with family and friends and remember um, the most important things in this life. And we're going to need that because the last few weeks always leading up to Christmas break are, I think, probably the most frantic of all year (laughs) so we'll have a lot to close out and and then rest so as we wrap up another padre cast tell me what has been the highlight of the last few weeks for you father scott i think i'll go back to our town and the play that thursday night that i got to watch our Mm -hmm. community come together and see faculty um, across disciplines and departments to see students um, to see the collaborative effort of who we are as a community coming together it was really fun. The smiles, you talked about smiles on the faces of the middle schoolers after their service project. The smiles on the faces of the cast after the production of our cast, of our town, was was uh, something I, I will hold on to and remember. They were so proud of the work they had done. They had so much fun. Um, I know they will miss that time together. It was a bonding experience for many of them. And again, having faculty and students in that production, that was the TMI highlight for me over the past couple of weeks. I'm sure they got a lot of time to rest over the break, too, or at least hopefully they did, because those shows were late at night, and they ran all the way up through into the break on that Saturday. That's so exactly right. hopefully they were able to put their feet up and relax a bit. What words of wisdom do you want to leave us with this episode? I think I want to draw back on the conversation we had about rest and being intentional about taking care of ourselves. You know, so often um, we convince ourselves that that we have to be doing more. Um, And we are not, someone said, we are not human doings, we are human beings. Mm -hmm. And and how important it is to just be. Um, And I really think at some point we have to value ourselves as much as we value um, success in other ways, as much as we value those around us, as much as we value hard work. We have to value ourselves enough to take care of ourselves, to to know when it's time uh, to, to take a step back to turn off the computer, to step away from the phone, to, to remember that, the, that, that putting out fires or working ourselves into a stress is not who we're intended to be. We are at our best when we are mindful of our need to rest and be and breathe. That really is so very important. And, and that's the wisdom that I, I, I wanna leave all of us with as we wrap up this semester that um, that really putting the stress on ourselves of achievement and, and, and getting it all perfect is a, is, is a race we don't want to run. Far more important to take care of ourselves and find that balance 
um, in, in remembering this so simple truth that in the end, all will be well. And if it is not well, it is not the end. So just be patient and breathe and know that this too will pass. I like that. I especially like how you phrased, we are human beings, not human doings. Really like that. So finally, our get to know the headmaster question to close out this episode. What traditions do you enjoy with your family during the holiday season? So I went to my brother's house in Alito, just west of Fort Worth, where both, um, where all of my family, my two brothers and their children and um, extended cousins, about 48 people gathered for lunch. <laughs> Luckily, it was a beautiful day, so we were able to be outside and inside. And uh, we love to be loud and play games. My uh, there was one set one set of in laws that were there at, at the event at, at the at the festivities, and you can see when a family that's not used to my family is watching us, and then we forget that our craziness is not how everybody exists, and so uh, just the loudness and <laughs> um, energy. But probably the highlight is is all of the kids like to get outside and play, and we have an epic game of Foursquare. My brother's driveway is perfectly. Um, it's just a perfect four square um, court. And so we draw the lines and there will be times where obviously four people on the court at a time, but the line to get into the four square game <laughs> could be 12 people deep, 14 people deep. Now, and do you we'll, train for this all year? We, we, I, I may or may not. Um, you know, <laughs> let's just say that some of my family members are a little more competitive than others. And so um, someone eventually cries. It, it's oh. inevitable that because you've got little kids to big kids. And, and I'll, I, I won't mention um, him by name, Kenny Brown, mm -hmm. my brother, um, who is not afraid to get the six-year-old nephew out with a big spike. <laughs> and so, but just playing games and laughing together and being together uh, is a family tradition that we hold uh, near and dear. Very fun. Thank you for sharing that. And if our listeners would like to submit a fun get-to-know-you question for Father Scott, or if you just would like to share your feedback and comments about the shows, email us at padrecast at tmi-sa.org. Well, Father Scott, thank you so much for joining me for another PadreCast episode. Always a pleasure. I hope everyone has a, a great couple of weeks heading into the break. And um, remember that Thanksgiving is not a day but an attitude. And so let's continue to be grateful for all the gifts we have in our lives as we near the, the Christmas break. Very well said. And be sure to listen this Sunday as we bring you this past week's Senior Chapel Talks by Karina Samuel, Eddie Garcia, and Evan Will. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.